listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey yo, Bo knows this, and Bo, and Bo knows that. But Bo don't know Jack because Bo can't rap. Well, what do you know? The did dog is first up to bat. No batteries included and no strings attached. No holes bars. No times of moves faking. Got to get the loot so I can bring home the bacon. Brothers front. They say the trial can't flow, but we've been known to do the impossible, like Broadway Joe. So sleep if you want, and I will help you get your Z's troop. But here's the real scoop. I'm all that and then some short, dark, and handsome, but some nut inside your eye to show you where I come from. I'm vexed, fuming. I had it up to hear my days of paying dues are over. Acknowledge me is in there. Yeah. Head to the border. Go get a taco. I'll be wrecking from the jump street. Me from the get go. Sit back, relax, and let yourself go. Don't sweat what you heard, but act like you know. Hey, welcome to the Black Altars podcast. Your host, Rod and Aaron. That's right. We are in the house on a Wednesday the last show of the week for the non-premium people uh premium folks we have balls deep tomorrow thursday morning me and justin so we'll see you then um of course uh for all you people out there we appreciate y'all listening okay a lot of people you know they take that stuff for granted but we don't we appreciate our listeners and we couldn't do it without y'all leave us a five-star review in case you haven't already i mean come on what the fuck are you waiting on go go to itunes and stitcher <laughs> search the blackout tip and leave us a five-star I mean, review the year is almost over some of y'all been waiting a whole i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it mm-hmm, i'm gonna do it you got two more days start with that motherfucking um start with that new year's resolution now of giving us our motherfucking five stars nigga come on it's free you know don't cost you nothing um but yeah so make sure you guys do that uh of course um in addition to finding the show there you can find it at the blackoutist.com you can become a premium member the blackoutist.com slash premium uh if you want to see the rss feed links for your podcast app and your mobile devices go to the blackoutist.com slash premium once you're a premium member and log- make sure you're logged in scroll to the bottom all the information is right there at the bottom of the page on how to listen to the show it's that easy guys um of course um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show i think i got your mic too well all right there we go okay how about now got it i got it okay uh and today's show is sponsored is brought to you by shadow dog productions we're going to be uploading a lot of new videos to our youtube channel so you guys could really pick us up by going to our youtube channel watching liking and commenting on videos it's a free and easy way to support the blackout to a sponsor also we're giving out a free rod and karen audio play to everyone who subscribes to our channel in the month of december so people who subscribe recently qualify so go to <laughs> youtube.com slash user slash shadow dog production check us out and subscribe yeah go subscribe man get you a free audio play um it's worth it y'all they funny we got some funny stuff out there i think you guys would enjoy it Mm -hmm. uh if you get a chance to hear it so um all right uh what what do i don't want to talk about i guess uh i'll start with this um a couple of random thoughts not a lot but we might as well go through them i thought of them and now it's time to talk about them uh isn't it funny how we all hate people but we all feel bad when people get their jobs automated right like it's always like man don't talk to me people are the worst customer service is the worst 
i hate i hate fucking having to interact with people i wouldn't even go to the store if it wasn't for people i wouldn't go you know i i, I thought of this uh the other day because i went to chick-fil-a and when you go at lunch they have two people standing outside rather than you just go hey i want a number four to the box right. it's like a person and they got a picture picture like what do you want sir number six number this number that and then you know and of course it's a long ass line because white people love chick-fil-a mm-hmm. um and and so it's funny though because i was like man I, if i had known a person would be out here i probably would have just went to like somewhere else to eat so i could just ah. talk to the machine but then at the same time that's two extra jobs that those people that chick-fil-a has employed two people that you know i wouldn't have you know gone there and you know they wouldn't have had that employment so it's it's like actually i'm kind of against some people's jobs is sometimes even though i don't mean to be my want to be left alone sometimes leads to people losing their jobs yeah i think just with the advancement of technology some things are bound to happen uh but uh there now when it comes to certain things i want to talk to a person i don't want to go put like this particularly when your question is something it's particularly if you're calling a 1-800 number and you're going through the loops press one press two say this say that particularly if the system can't give you your goddamn answer no i need to talk with somebody that can actually look up in the system give me an answer type of my shit correct shit no i don't want to talk to you computer no no i don't want to do this you know so you basically have to tell it to talk to a person you know because mm-hmm. there's some things that only a person can do and and then who you gonna blame for your order being fucked up when you can't talk to a person it's just your fault you know when you're on the phone and you can't mistreat the customer service rep that got unlucky enough to answer your ignorant ass call that's true. now you gotta blame it on the computer you can't computers don't have feelings to be hurt and to feel bad about and families to bring that pain home to and stuff like that uh, all, the, all the computer gonna do is go through a loop go i cannot compute that i don't know what department that is how can i transfer your call like, like you're cussing ha- them out yeah it's hard to balance like being an introvert with the fact that i don't want people to like lose their job but here i am going you know i'd rather go to self-checkout than talk to the dude about the spot over there for the uh, 50th uh, time uh, i guess they I, got rid of that dude I, they either got rid of him or he worked nights because most of the time i've been in there at night i ain't seen Publix buddy in a minute oh shit now he might be at the spot now <laughs> maybe he over at walmart i hope you know hopefully he's at the spot in heaven you know i, I hope he is too um oh <laughs> uh oh another thing i was thinking of, oh wait i forgot to mention this episode is also brought to you by bevel did i not bring that up no nope. so episode brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com slash tvgwt today get your first month free at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com slash tvgwt all right cool um all right so another thing i was thinking about uh, i was watching um teen titans go and they had an episode with killer moth and killer moth is actually a real villain in the comic and stuff oh i didn't know that yeah and i was thinking like killer moth is such a whack harmless ass villain ain't he though he put he had to put killer before his name because nobody's afraid of just the moth nope they're not you know what i mean it was like oh the moth is is coming to get you it's like oh that's that's about like maybe i'll be scared for a little bit but it's like a uh-huh. moth in real life they look weird but they can't hurt you no you know what i mean so no. he had to put killer before it 
to oh, make it be like oh no that motherfucker ain't no joke like now nah, yeah i'm a real killer yeah i got wings and i am multicolor and i'm similar to the color of a bee and a wasp but i will fuck you up now nah, i won't take you seriously but it's not like you know killer joker like you don't need it when you're the ah. other ones you know the murderous penguin uh-huh. uh the rape riddler i don't know what the riddler would be <laughs> uh, something riddler. question uh adventure time what is that villain uh, name called monarch there's a lot of oh okay you just tanked that <laughs> it's not adventure time it's adventure brothers thank you uh and yeah he's the monarch mm-hmm. <laughs> and, his, and his sidekick doctor girlfriend uh <laughs> another thing i was thinking about you know everybody's doing this this paperclip shit everybody got up in arms about it but what would be helpful is if when a white person was about to say something problematic like paper isn't clip. what was happening with the paperclip the safety pin oh okay i'm like well shit there's something yeah. else happened with the paperclip my bad man. my bad i said okay well i fucked up that joke anyway um <laughs> everybody's up in bad. arms about the safety uh about the safety pin i think people should wear paperclips because you know how ms Microsoft, ms word has that like paperclip that pops up when you're about to do something stupid and it's like hey don't do that we should have paperclips for white people they be like well i just think all lives matter they be like you sure you want to pipe that you like you're about to say something racist are you sure you want to say that you know be, 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 be like be like looking at your skin tone i can tell you white. are you sure you want to put offensive slurs out there you might lose your job it looks like you're about to provide cover for white supremacy are you sure you want to protect that sitting on this facebook page you sure and then to take it even further i think we should bring it to real life and we should have paperclip box ah and every month i can send out paperclips to people to white people well-meaning white people uh i wouldn't provide any instructions on how to like fight white supremacy that all that stuff seems hard um but what i would do is charge twice as much as marissa and leslie and then get all the credit and then when i'm on my speaking tour and getting all the money you know it'll you know it'll be like we all made it but really me so you know um i would not let this happen i just listen i just want to take all the credit that they have worked so hard to get yes yes when i when i'm interviewing lena dunham about my paperclip box on next season the girls don't be mad that's all i'm saying yeah that shit gonna be flames i will owe it all she's gonna do a whole episode on it i will owe it all to myself um <laughs> uh oh yeah this happened a long time ago and i didn't even really cover it but uh it was weird because um remember when drake dissed kid cuddy when he went to a mental health facility mm-hmm. uh and then j cole kind of did a diss it was really not a hard diss but it was kind of a diss to kanye with the false prophets thing uh song um and when he was in a mental health facility and i'm old enough to remember when rappers only did that when you went to jail right now we're doing it when people go into mental health facility in a way that's kind of progress you know like we used to diss people it's like oh he in jail fuck your bitch i'm gonna fuck your wife and all this shit Mm -hmm. you know now it's like uh oh he went to oh he's working on his mental health issues anyway that nigga is whack and he's a bitch and i want to make jokes about it um all right i think that's everything uh i think that's everything oh yeah last thing you know how people always harp on uh gender norms we talk about them on the show sometimes yes gender norms and how uh you know they can they can be very they can be in prison they can be a problem 
but everybody's always so concentrating on gender norms but what about gender cliff exactly people that watch cheers y'all get that joke the rest of y'all y'all don't know what i'm talking about all right young people let's move to things you actually do know this is about (laughs) you and eight other people yep yep Yep, that's an old ass show the crossover between people that watch chairs and listen to this show and know them character names it's gotta be like five of y'all out there and i appreciate y'all hitting me up (laughs) on twitter tomorrow the five of y'all that did get that everybody knows your name um let's see what happened oh president obama signs the emmett till act to reopen unsolved civil rights cases Mm, it's gonna be open for a hot 20 more days and it's gonna be closed again <laughs> donald trump gonna sign something to close anything come on grand opening grand closing well he uh signed the emmett till civil rights crimes reauthorization act of 2016 expanding the responsibilities of the department of justice and the fbi to investigate and prosecute criminal civil rights violations that occurred before 1980 and resulted in the death yeah i do wonder under trump how much attention does it get because you know under obama he didn't even have to really uh, like create an act or any law it was just like our justice department is going to be one that looks into this sort of stuff and obviously the next one will not even if you kind of put it on the books i just imagine they'll just ignore it which i mean there's really no there's nothing forcing them to do jack shit right you know if more and more it feels more like obama was a stone in the water of a river that was flowing anyway you know that's how most things that are trying to have some level of justice and all this shit with race stuff it is anyway in government and in america is very much like a pebble thrown in the ocean and then of course it just collapses around it and (laughs) absorbs the pebble but he tried he tried um the bill is an expansion of a previous bill of the same name that passed by the house of representatives in 2007 according to the white house summary the bill calls on the doj and the fbi to support the full account counting of all victims whose death or disappearances were the result of racially motivated crimes and hold accountable under federal and state individuals who were perpetrators of it or accomplices in unsolved civil rights murders and disappearances the bill also requires the federal agencies to meet regularly with civil rights organizations, institutions of higher education, and the DOJ designated entities to coordinate information sharing and discuss the status of DOJ immaterial act work. Uh, so the agencies must also keep families regularly informed about the status of investigations. Trump just going to be sending letters to their house like nothing. We Skyping in. It's going to be like that scene in uh space balls like we ain't found shit ain't that that's exactly how that's gonna go oh i forgot to mention before we even move on uh the cards came in i got everybody's um uh, the new holiday cards oh, for those people are pretty mm-hmm. yes the 2016 edition happy holidays Yay! says merry and bright and i picked some pictures to put on there um so the, oh, the remaining so people that haven't gotten the cards that's the cards they'll be getting because we ran out basically so you guys will be getting the new fangled cards um so hopefully everybody enjoy those pretty y'all yeah um appreciate the people that uh you know that like the cards and stuff um we'll be sending those out and also i did something else while i was there that i thought was pretty cool i only got 10 of these now i don't know how i know i gotta give justin one i don't know how we're gonna do everybody else but um i made calendars oh we have for 2017 
have to do something to give them away yeah so we got 2017 calendars yeah, I have to play and as you can see like every every month i don't know if you guys can see in the chat but every month has like a thing you know january um of course black history month ah uh, okay you know we got some pictures with friends you know there goes marissa Mm -hmm. for march because you know being in the streets marching uh there goes our girl coco cutie yes Mm -hmm. yep that's my mom mom. i think that's when mother's day is right is that what mother's day all right cool uh jose when when we went to when we went to miami he made that um that picture for us because 2016 was like a dope year for us 2016 was the best yeah uh when we went to obviously when we went to um the um uh eden rocket we were at revolt con um in miami uh of course we met leslie Leslie. you know um mike lawrence yes you know that was uh cool oh i like this might be traditional but we just do this every year just make calendars Mm, yeah i would like this uh this is uh uh the october one this is us you know rooting for the panthers and let's see what else we got oh bomani of course yes also down there in miami um and aaron and his wife when we uh went out to eat in charlotte yes we had sushi and everybody did their hip-hop pose yes we did um and so that's that's it the only thing i wish i had got and i forgot to was to put all of us when we were at awesome con but that's my fault um <clears throat> ah okay. yeah yeah i meant to put one up of just the awesome con panel and stuff and ah. all the fans but mm-hmm. yeah man so we got like 10 of those we'll figure out cool ways to give them away yeah. and stuff i know yeah, I wanna, that might be a tradition because i like that yeah i gotta give a couple you know i gotta give at least one to justin and mm-hmm. uh try to give one to my mom you know oh, and yeah, my dad that, so mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, man, so it's just a cool thing to do. All right, back to the show. Um, Gabrielle Union and BET reached an agreement so that she will be continuing to be in, uh, be in Mary Jane. Make your money, because they didn't do you right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I figured they wouldn't have a choice either, because, I mean. She just saw the show. Yeah. <clears throat> On the last update of Gabrielle Union's $3 million lawsuit filed against BET for breach of contract regarding salary increases and the filming of Being Mary Jane was almost two months ago, when Actors Union uh, sag after a uh announced that it had gotten involved on behalf of not just union but the entire being mary jane cast mm. accusing bet and series producer breakdown productions what an unfortunate name on uh, violating their contract with the union with regards to the hit show since then the network and the star have come to put the to plug the upcoming season oh, oh continue to to plug the upcoming season with the release of a couple of teasers some images and social media announcements leading us to believe that both sides have reached a settlement or were close enough for one that they felt comfortable that the new season would premiere a schedule without any delays yeah because that was some <coughs> fucked up bullshit y'all was trying to do right there and y'all knew it too yeah bet released a statement saying bet networks is pleased to announce that they have reached an amicable agreement with gabrielle union and look forward to sharing the new season of being mary jane with his loyal fans again in january 10th 2017 the statement provided to deadline reads although specifics weren't shared but we can now at least say with certainty that the show will go on without any hindrances y'all caused the problem in the first place 
yeah just honored your contract of what you said you were gonna do and it wouldn't have been no problem yeah i mean because i'm not trying to be funny ain't ain't like gabrielle union a quote-unquote nobody she'd be like all right peace let's see if this show will still be keep the reins it is without me i can go start some new shit yeah pretty simple shaving pubic hair is related to stis says a study what you may want to keep some grass on the field ladies and men we all have people getting on there if you think uh-uh. <laughs> if you <laughs> keep a little furry yeah you might want to you might want to let let the grass grow so you can play on the field okay guys if you like things don't, don't take it all off the landing strip yeah it's i mean obviously everybody's preference is their preference your kink is your kink and how you like your body is how you like your body but it's always been weird to me the idea of wanting somebody to be like completely shaving downstairs like you know what i mean like completely just like a prepubescent child or something let me know that you are over the age of 12 but it's like clearly a thing though i mean obviously because it's all throughout pornography and and whatnot and it has and it's not like a recent thing it's pretty much always been like that Mm -hmm. except for like the maybe the 70s or something i don't know i've never seen a picture where it was like back in the day if you ain't have a fro down there you know (laughs) back in the day you couldn't twist it and lock it you wouldn't real right but uh apparently um that's not necessarily the healthiest way to to handle things um when it comes to your pubic hair uh a new study done at the university of california san francisco reports that oh wait i can play it if you like things as smooth as a baby's bottom down below you may want to rethink your grooming habits the university of california san francisco conducted a national survey based on questions about pubic hair grooming practices sexual behaviors and sti history over 7,500 men and women residing in the U.S. completed the questionnaire, and after the data was compiled, researchers observed a link between STIs and grooming. They wrote, Our hypothesis is that grooming is positively okay. related to STIs. They also added, The act of shaving may create epidermal micro-tears that might allow transmission of bacteria or viruses like HPV. But it's not all bad news for committed groomers. According to the study, removing pubic hair does eliminate certain other sexually transmitted problems like pubic lice. What the hell? I never heard no pubic lice. Well, you didn't pay enough attention in uh, sexual education class. They definitely talked about lice. I mean, yeah, lice on your hair or on your head. No, no. There's lice that go on. If there's lice that can go on the hair inside your head, why wouldn't they be able to go on the hair on your vagina, Karen? That makes sense, but they, but it does not mean that I, it makes complete sense. I'm not saying it don't make sense. I'm going, okay, I just never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Survey says that men with beards are more likely to lie, cheat, and steal. <laughs> the hair coat, the hair fakes everybody out. According to this, I don't know. I mean, I guess you know i guess i'm a lie and cheating still an ass nigga i don't know uh video social network ever uh recently conducted a survey via census wide to find out what people had to say about the beard trend among men the results of the uk-based study deliver some bad news for men who have dedicated months to growing out beards in hopes of attracting women having a more active sex life and generally looking better those are their links to things i guess those are that's true ah uh i mean i guess uh beers are more attractive to women having more active sex lives if you uh 
have a beard and you generally look better those are all linked to things so cool not to mention bad news for the women they've been dating now responders to the poll 47 percent of men with a beard admitted to cheating on that significant other compared to 20 percent of clean shaven men (laughs) but wouldn't that make those men more honest that they admitted it i don't know i'm lost now now i'm lost 40 percent of men with a beard also came clean about having stolen in the past jesus compared to 17 percent of clean shaven men Stealing and putting the shit in their beards. What the fuck is happening here? Compared to 17% of clean shaven men who had gotten five finger, the five finger discount. The real zinger came for guys, uh, for guys came from the results of a survey asking women how attractive they found a goatee. 65% of women said they prefer their men clean shaven. In fact, more than 35% of women polled would rather have their men have gray hair than facial hair could this be the onset of the baby face trend for men looking to get laid seems to be like the new the wave you know the question here for me um is was it just lying people saw people was getting beers and they started growing them out too to hide amongst us upstanding fine bearded gentlemen <laughs> you know never know you know and then also stealing like people with beards still more often that's so sad i guess the beard is like a distraction no that's not what i was gonna say i guess the beard is like colored wigs but for like for black women uh-huh. so you'd be like oh that neon purple wig woman something about her you know you like oh, she oh, you know what she might cut me but you know there's something about her she's still attractive oh, i wonder you have perpetrators that wear fake beards probably i mean i've seen pictures of that i've seen the whole like video of people drawing beers on people's faces and shit it's crazy the game is crazy out here y'all i clear it is it ain't be careful. That serious baby be careful out here <laughs> they need they need bearded men ladies you're taking a chance i, I guess know. rub your finger through it and look at your hand you'll have paint on it mascara i know feel so bad man um so someone brought up mrs claus like maybe santa don't really be giving toys out he just be in the ah be at his other women crib yeah maybe he ain't in his workshop with the elves mm-hmm. uh well, maybe he is and i don't know it might be that poem we was looking talking about you the, the other day i wasn't talking about you us one dead and five injured after a large tree falls on a wedding party in whittier oh what happened um it seems that there was a wedding party where uh a tree fell and it killed the i want to say um yeah okay yeah multiple people were trapped at the tree top at around 4 30 p.m uh i heard the crackling and i looked up and it was just an odd sound said witness mary Ascarga. a wedding party was taking pictures after the ceremony when a hundred foot tall eucalyptus tree Ooh. trapped up to 20 people the fire department said chainsaws were used to remove those that were trapped underneath the tree's branches one person was killed and five including a young girl were injured the five people who were injured suffered minor to moderate injuries and were taken to the hospital for treatment they're all expected to recover yeah 100 year old tree shit yeah you get trapped underneath a branch you might as well be uh uh pinned down by a giant the scene was very chaotic said sergeant jason zuhite i bet you was probably couldn't see nobody or tree that big mm-hmm. people get all you hear is screams yeah i'm sure they you know i'm sure they that groom was pining after his wife but yeah you know, oh. gotta be careful guys 
um renee's and I, and I hope it fell on his own and then and, and one of the exes didn't get mad it was like fuck your wedding and pushed yeah. that tree over trying to get in that shade and it, mm-hmm. you know maybe i guess they all should leave <laughs> it's just a whole branch of the family just get crushed right underneath that tree i mean they was you know ex-girlfriend was just trying to offer all the branch and but <laughs> you a tree that's what yep it must have been the fall Mm-hmm. uh renee zaldivar who was at the park for the cancer uh says uh he saw the bride during the chaos she was limping a little bit but she was screaming about her mom they couldn't wake her up oh man i hope she wouldn't have went past a search dog was brought in to search for additional victims who could still be trapped fortunately there were more people injured there weren't more people injured by the tree collapse said john tripp um and it could have been a lot worse the wedding party was taken to a nearby senior center where mental health counselors were made to them and that's that's your big day you know like that's the day gonna be a day everybody gonna remember right that's the day that and it's like your wedding is also the day that somebody died like can you right. ever really celebrate your wedding anniversary because you got to think back to like yep and that's the day you know my mother-in-law or my mom or whoever got trapped under that tree and like that's crazy like how do you not get a divorce i don't know did the tree yell timber before it fell i don't think so karen i think uh it just fell over and uh because people could see it it made a sound sound of screams uh, officials could not confirm the heavy rains reported friday even even in playing a factor in the tree collapse well yeah i guess it is true if you hear a tree and a tree falls is it real ask those people the answer to that is yes Mm-hmm. i mean i'm just such a sap for these stories <laughs> you guys know how it is make you sad but um <laughs> uh arborists are expected to investigate why the tree fell it's old 100 years old oh it's, it's an old tree that maybe that's what it is guys mm-hmm. 100 years old trees right it may you know man had a disease or some shit and it just tipped over mm. yeah you would think something like this would happen in like oakland but you wouldn't <laughs> think it would happen ah, ah. you wouldn't think it would happen here you know um and it's all when they were taking photo synthesis of each other wedding Ah, party ah, ah. uh the identity of the person who was killed has not yet been released well hopefully they find a way to let it go um sorry guys i actually had that story for a while it's just one of those evergreen stories Ah, ah. nah they just sit around sometimes that was the tree way t- that was the tree was telling them get your hat and coat and leave then mm-hmm mm-hmm that's they, all they, they ain't won't listen so he, he made tree made them leave that's all um <laughs> all right let's let's move that, on that tree said fuck your wedding <laughs> then we got to the root of these jokes guys <laughs> time to move on to the next one <laughs> california congresswoman declares war on trump i'm gonna fight him every inch of the way um yeah 
appearing on msnbc a california congresswoman made it absolutely clear she has no intention of working with president-elect donald trump saying there is no reason to trust him and that she will fight him every inch of the way in an interview with host jacob soberoff the feisty representative maxine waters was unrelenting in her attacks on trump saying she would refuse to meet him if he asked her to sit down with him and all i'm saying is black women stay leading the motherfucking way good where's everybody else on this right because that's what they've done they stuck their fucking foot in the mud and the government did not run properly the most vetoes we passed the least amount of legislation jack shit the government went to a complete halt yeah they fought obama on so much shit he even shit in eight years his his administration is gonna have the least amount of bills that passed in eight years i don't think obama's some radical ass president i know you know my radical black friends definitely don't think he's a radical president so why the fuck did he only get that much administration passed you know and it and it's obvious because they fought him tooth and nail just because he was black period he was a black person and you can depend on a lot of the angry white part of america to have your back on your obstructionism and that's exactly what they did and it's sad to see white liberals not learning from the mistakes of the past um matter of fact just call this fucking with black people because we might as well just go all the way in um because uh, it's actually a lot of shit i want to talk about with this but um you know uh to, to to start it off though of course maxine waters is the person to be like we don't need to work with them the problem is the rest of the party should be looking to people like maxine waters for leadership on this and, and, and they're not and right. it's sad they're I, looking at bernie sanders who's not a democrat and don't give a fuck right about you or your party uh and my thing is this uh it, it frustrates me when like you say once again you see black women taking the lead taking the taking the the being in front and kind of setting an example and what's sad is that i think that from hillary clinton a lot of the white uh quote-unquote liberal democrats they're not gonna learn and a lot of them are gonna just go shift more white honestly right and the thing is that's not what you need to do because you know what you'll never win again if you do that because you because if you do what bernie sanders did you won't win you will not win ever but the point the point it i mean i agree and the point is though people white liberals keep listening to this because white democrats essentially want to go back to the old playbook right which is let's gravitate towards the center regardless of how people feel about hillary clinton regardless of how they feel she ran a very left-leaning campaign the problem is bernie sanders is even more left and people don't like hillary clinton so people went well that's the real liberal but her shit was liberal as fuck too you know her like you know 12 or 13 dollar minimum wage hike was just as fucking wild as to to a lot of americans as the 15 like they were like who gives a fuck i don't want i don't want either of them to be able to hike up minimum wage period at all um you know her uh support of uh you know saying stuff like white supremacy is real and fucking you know racism structural racism institutional racism is real these are things that you know no candidate comes up and says they just you're not supposed to do that um so it's funny that coming off of the heels of that 
and bernie campaigning to the left of her his solution is let's go to the right of her and get back the racist white vote um everybody's fave quote unquote um which is what you always say i'm on twitter i think that's what you have to say before you go in on somebody uh you have to call them everybody's fave but Ah! (laughs) but everybody's fave um joe biden just did a couple interviews you know and and i i was i was looking at um some of the things he said and it's like what are you talking about dog you know um first of all there was you know jeff sessions who uh joe biden would not um support as a federal judge because he basically said he was racist but now jeff sessions of course um has been chosen to be donald trump's uh like attorney general or something and now um biden's willing to give him a second chance i wouldn't have appointed jeff but people learn people change he had right like what what about him has he learned to change what not to say it not to say it as loud anymore you know like but that's these are people that people were like i will vote for him he would have won he would have got my vote you know um he gave an interview today i think where he talked about why hillary clinton lost right uh it was with the los angeles time he said he noticed issues with camp clinton's campaign early in the election um uh and he said i believe that we were not letting an awful lot of people high school educated mostly caucasian but also people of color know that we understood their problems um and he actually said and i don't know why they took this quote out but um he also went on to say that um racism isn't why we lost because those people they weren't racist they're just you know basically they're just some misunderstood people you know and it's like bro where is this coming from you know like you can't i can't look to you as any type of leadership either you know like essentially as long as democrats are unwilling to say the tough shit then it's not gonna happen yeah it says they're all the people i grew up with they're their kids they're not and they're not racist they're not sexist but we didn't talk to them okay so basically it's everything but what black people and brown people are saying it's everything but that right it's everything but that a guy who campaigned on building a wall to keep uh immigrants out and putting them back uh to their country a guy who campaigned on um literally wanting internment camps for muslims um would not rule it out literally said he would not rule it out um a guy who campaigned on bringing stop and frisk to a nationwide platform police just randomly stopping black people and going through our belongings and shit because hey we might have a gun even though it's proven unconstitutional and not to work um that that's the guy you know what i mean that's the guy that you want to put that you want to say that no racism played no part in in the people that made a decision to vote for this man you know this you know but but that's you know that that's just typical man so anyway 100 for for joe um but when he run next time none of this gonna be bought up right he's still gonna be your face yeah he still might run in 2020 man you know and i'm not here's the thing i'm pragmatic if the motherfucker run in 2020 i'm gonna vote for him over in over trump like i'm not like 
i want people to understand that i'm staying morally consistent on this shit which is end of the day it ain't about me it ain't even about these motherfuckers being perfect perfection is really silly to expect from any person correct but what i can say is i know what is a better alternative and i'm going to vote because i always vote and when i vote i will probably vote for a democrat as long as they are less problematic than a republican um that's really a simple equation for me but yeah joe biden is not this beacon of perfection that people painted him out to be just so that they could shit on hillary clinton you know it was it's, it's it's pretty ridiculous there's nobody that's been in politics in america for a long period of time that doesn't have their hands dirty when it comes to racial shit at some point it's just impossible you know um anyway uh what else would make me feel fucked with oh black piece of shit motorist hit with racial slurs after declining to help a stranded trump supporter Hmm. you wonder why you wonder why he rolled by wonder why i didn't stop first of all take that upon yourself y'all here wearing that make america great again make your car start again nigga i will ride right by you turn my heat up slow down roll the window down let the let the heat hit you in your face in that snow (laughs) yeah according to the kansas city star troy brown spotted the other car stuck in a snowbank december 13th and was on his way to help when he spotted the vehicle owner sticker proclaiming their support for the republican nominee i was going to help her but she had a hashtag trump sticker on her car hashtag call your president uh wrote brown on facebook post a video of him driving past a stalled out vehicle uh commenters piled on sunday press support and approval others to condemn brown her insults many of which thanks to brown being a black man was racially charged mm. he also left a comment on his post that said a list of people trump supporters can call for help one your president he spelled it y-o president two exxon mobil ceo three general flynn's son four the gunman at comet pizza in dc uh wow pretty low and move and to brag lol i'm sorry your morals are so misguided complained one commenter piece of black shit another one called him one angry white commenter said proof this man never made it past sixth grade uh all lives matter shit face boy what that sounds like a sixth grade insult uh with no apparent regard for punctuation one reader wrote and that's what's wrong with people nowadays i was raised to help everyone in need no matter what but what do i know i'm just a gun on the patriotic america you saw a piece of shit others were supportive of brown she would have called the police if you had got out and approached to help <laughs> you don't know i'm not trying to be funny you don't know yeah. you have no she'd have thought you're trying to rob her she might have shot you you don't know yeah uh i can't wait to ignore a trump supporter in distress Ugh, you're so lucky said another supporter ah! others posted thumbs up and happy face emojis young himself marveled at the size of the brouhaha in a comment on another post writing so many personal feelings that have been released into the atmosphere hashtag call your president oh man that's right call your president <laughs> Cause they want to tat around and, and jump up on planes. Trump! Well then, okay. Alright then. Yeah, I feel zero. Hope y'all know a lot of people didn't vote for him and don't care. Yeah, I feel zero fucked with by that. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like if you have a, a, a Confederate flag on your vehicle. I'm liable to ride past your ass too. 
right and if my car's stranded keep driving it's cool triple a on the way yes they i don't are. i don't need the confederate flag truck stopping to help me mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually quite good with it bro yes i am um you know this is something that um this next article it's, it's a little bit kind of it's taken me a while to really get to this point but i do want to express this as a counterpoint um because I, I was reading this on the root.com a guy named daniel johnson wrote the blackwashing of president obama's legacy we cannot gloss over president of barack obama's flaws simply because we can simply so that we can hold on tightly to his blackness and while i agree i just want to say i agree that you can just as easily point out like he wasn't a perfect president he wasn't able to stop everything and stuff i don't think that's really what this kind of this person is talking about and i don't think that's what a lot of people are talking about um because a lot of these people are naysayers from jump and they want to find a way to say i'm right and to discredit president obama's legacy and the work that he was able to do and the things he was able to accomplish and the unprecedented opposition that he faced um and the unprecedented racism and death threats they faced they want to discount all of that so they can just act like being president is like running your facebook page where you get to say whatever the fuck you want and pretty much go unchallenged or block delete move on you you know your solutions are always the best solutions because fuck everybody else but that's how trump can run though we'll we'll see how that model rolls no it won't be the same as trump because trump has the support of his party regardless of how it looks he has his house his uh he'll have his supreme court and he's gonna have his um 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 senate which is different than what obama faced so it's not like it might look like he's just going i'm doing what i want no there are people that are going to make sure that what he wants gets done which is different because people wanted obama to rule by fiat uh that way and like just i'm gonna do this but when everybody's like fuck you including some democrats including liberal ass bernie sanders what the fuck you supposed to do you know what i mean when when every idea you have is is you know um immediately just slammed down and told no no matter what i mean i don't even know what republicans are gonna do when obama's done and they don't have him as a guy for what to be against every day because pretty much like he gets up he's like look we need to uh we need to support the fact that there's gonna needs to be a settlement uh and israel needs to understand that peace is the the best solution da 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 and then they just republicans wake up no fuck that nope it's not, that's the opposite i disagree you know if he waits yeah, they they gonna be looking on their their their, their, their uh congress uh twitter timeline going ain't, ain't shit popping today Mm-mm. ain't nothing gonna be popping in there y'all yeah. all gonna be agreeing with each other what y'all gonna be like i'm it's almost scarier it's almost scarier knowing that they don't really have a plan they've only had one singular focus for eight years which is to be against everything he does which is different you know anyway i want to read this because uh like i said the way i'm feeling about it right now i I, you know um i'm it fucks with me okay there's a deeply embedded danger in the collective black american consciousness to defend the cultural and political blackness of president barack obama on the surface his very presence in the oval office is an act of political revolution an unprecedented response to the nation's inherent anti-blackness but when his destructive neoliberal politics prioritized white americans and his personal politics seem to pathologize blackness what then is revolution 
right then i would start with who said that electing barack obama was going to be a revolution like it's it's stuff like the preposition the positioning black people who voted for barack obama as people that voted for him under the guise of he was going to be a revolutionary figure for blackness from the over office is that's harmful and dangerous as well because if you ask the vast majority of black people they approve of his job that he did in his rating and their expectations were not some like and he gonna get in there and we gonna be marching like that wasn't what people were that's not what he sold as a candidate and it's not what people expected from the candidate what people heard but they didn't hear i don't know they didn't you know it's, like it, it's fine for you to be black and and feel some kind of way about him right. but just recognize you don't represent the majority of black americans and it seems that you're assuming a lot about black people that is kind of dangerous and harmful like black people got suckered or tricked. like you're trying to position yourself as um above and more woke than and more pro, pro more pro black than everybody else and and that shit is kind of kind of whack to me you know what i mean like one of the things i've had to uh and i think it took a while for me to get there i mean i'm almost 40 but one of the things i had to understand is that part of loving black people is understanding black people and listening to black people understand the conditions that we were the hand we were dealt here and part of that love is not just trying to be above because i think that's anti-blackness too and i think it's taught in us to position ourselves as black people to say i am that talented temp i am that that uh, i'm the other black people are quote unquote regular and me i'm i'm ahead of y'all 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 are some suckers y'all are some sheep and i'm the i'm the wokest one you know i'm the real pro-black and i'm gonna black check your pro-blackness and i'm you know that kind of thing and it's difficult to walk that fine line of still having love for people while being like you know i feel like we can be better in this area or whatever but some of this shit is just blatant misrepresentations of blackness and it's and it's it's kind of infuriating you know um this black family in the white house while certainly a switch from the lily white inhabitants of the past years is only a cosmetic kind of revolution they just look different from the clintons and the bushes and the kennedys they exist in a space that both challenges white power and solidifies it so essentially they might as well be a white family uh as far as this guy is concerned in ta-nehisi Coe's recent piece for the atlantic he does an excellent job positioning the racial nuance of president obama's past with his centering of whiteness obama himself acknowledges that his working assumption of white benevolence is different from first lady michelle obama's baseline and that has been evident these past eight years in his willingness to openly castigate and patronize black people the demographic that has remained the most supportive of him despite being neglected and ignored by our black president um so you make an assumption right there yeah i wouldn't say that our demographic was neglected and ignored Me either. um and i feel like that's a blatant misrepresentation you know i feel like the justice department being involved in these racially charged uh cases where they take like uh police departments to task and investigate them and shit i feel like that's not ignoring you know my brother's keeper yeah i don't feel like my brother's keeper is ignoring uh i don't feel like talking about trayvon martin is ignoring uh i don't feel like explaining that black lives matter isn't only black lives matter 
is ignoring like i don't like i think what happens is he if he's not in lockstep with everything that you say on your twitter feed then it's just like you fucking coon ass um because that's how we measure blackness now you have to agree with every Everything. fucking thing that comes Everything. out of our mouths nobody will right um whereas i think my understanding and i think a lot of black people's understanding of the office of president is that it's really about mitigating harm it's not actually one of revolution it's not one of um uh anti-establishment no it's the establishment and the most a good person can do in these government positions is kind of mitigate the harm that the government can do that's about it like it's not really a big list you know it's not a lot of options when you're the president of a country that has 200 400 years worth of racism and then it's like now fix this in eight you know what i mean as the country goes on to elect the most racist president you know like it's like uh is you know as, as the as the country doesn't give you a a house and a congress to work with for the next six for six of the eight years you know that kind of thing where we like people talk a good game but that's not this that's not what this country really is um that being said um i feel like it's a complete misrepresentation to say that he has neglected and ignored black people and and i say that as a person that i don't like when the president brings up um you know things like the lack of fathers in the black community or challenges black people black men specifically to be uh fathers and whatnot to their kids and to work hard and all that stuff and like i don't particularly like when black people do that because it assumes like a level of like like maybe we aren't doing those things but i also want to be 100 percent real uh my father talks like that you know uh black people i love talk like that and it's not on some like because respectability will save you but it's because of the scars they have barack obama wasn't raised by his father his father wasn't in his life um that shit sticks with people forever you know some people i love people are you know my close friends they don't know their fathers their father wasn't around or their father didn't do enough for them or their father didn't do shit you know like they know him but the motherfucker didn't he was never in their lives and when you go to our communities and you talk to our leaders a lot of times those are the things that the community stresses are problematic for like things like things that are within our control are and things that are problematic for us as a community those are things that we often stress which is like listen black men need to step up and take care of responsibilities um and i've said it before on this show and i'm fine with not fitting the mold of um you know the perfect neat liberal black person but i do think black men have a responsibility to father their children and i do think that we often uh casually pass that shit over in a world where we look at our own oppression we look at our own oppression and we go well look how tough the world is how am i supposed to raise my kid if the they trying to put me in prison and i'm underemployed and i and it's like i understand but your children you brought your children into this world as well and you're responsible for their well-being yes and you do have to do you do need to be there it's just it's not okay to just say like 
i remember when ayala had that fucking special about the the black dudes who came in and was like you know they wasn't being fathers because you know the mama of my child is a bitch and uh it's just so hard for me you know it's hard to get a job and i just don't want to deal with this stuff and i was young and it's every fucking excuse other than raising your goddamn children you know so i understand that people don't like to hear that shit and that you definitely don't want uh, a, a president saying that to our community especially at a morehouse graduation so i understand why people would be totally turned off by that this isn't excusing that but at the, the same way i can't just excuse that i also can't pretend that that's not a real issue in our community that we find taboo to talk about because we always worried about how fragile black men are going to be and feel if they're not totally uplifted and codified at every fucking moment you know we don't do that with, with black women oh, you, oh everything's your fault we yeah black women never get the benefit of the doubt you you black women never get the benefit of doubt we never can come up with excuses uh we never get coddled we never get cared for we never get compassion we don't get empathy we don't get sympathy when it comes to black women everything falls on you even me walking away from you by my own choice falls on you yeah if you have a child with a dude and he leaves that's your fault if you have a child with a dude and you leave him that's your fault right if if, you know it's it's um meanwhile black women continue you know the most educated um most starting the most businesses um like all these positive um things that they're able to get out of life while also being burdened by racism and also being burdened by misogyny and yet somehow they achieve and then we still turn around and we feel badly for anyone who says black men can do better which i think is some bullshit but the point being a a nigga that don't have a look no you know the president a nigga that don't have a father that didn't have a father around he might think fatherhood and that mentorship and whatnot is a bigger key to our community when talking to our community than maybe somebody else would and i know a lot of dudes that have fathers myself included um that's some level of privilege that we don't really view as privilege but it absolutely is Mm -hmm. and when we do that a lot of times we are the ones who bristle at this idea that you would say something but we're bristling from our fucking ivory tower of having fathers that are involved in our lives so it's easy for us to be like yeah nigga you why you always bringing that shit up you know because when he goes and looks at these because i actually um when i see people talking about this shit it reminds me to go check some of the, the initiatives you know and i went to go check my brother's keeper and i look on that site and i see those black faces and i see those stories and i see those communities that have written the president and said these are the things we need to help the corporations that we need to put billions of dollars back into this community a community where people take take and take and give us the shit you know um and when i see that shit and you can't deny it (laughs) like like it's easy to talk about it on some like on some on some like philosophical shit because you're not there but when this motherfucker's in these community talking to these kids to their face and these kids are telling them what they need he's seeing the real tears and he's seeing the pain and the impact that some of this shit has in a land of nothing but hard choices for black people 
sometimes the hard choice is you need to raise your fucking kid and there's no excuse sometimes that's just the hard choice and it fucking sucks but of the alternatives the unforgivable sin of just completely not raising your kid is worse you know none of systemic issues that affect our community that make it different and i understand that. i'm not saying uh the incarceration rate uh over policing underemployment i'm not saying these things are non-factors but some of this shit comes down to just the choice you have to make every day to get up and be uh in your kid's life you know like some of it's just that some of it is just that and what happens is a lot of niggas are so fragile and they are so hurt that he would dare say that in the public in america to us that is a complete turnoff and no i don't think morehouse graduation is the right place to give that speech but i also don't think that speech is uh so fucking ridiculous as people try to put it you know i don't find that shit to be so unneeded some motherfuckers need to hear that shit you know what i mean like these cycles have to be broken and we know it's cyclical we know the pain is cyclical we know we pass that down so many fathers i know that are good fathers are good fathers because they other because they daddy wasn't shit that is a common fucking story for us you know (laughs) like that that is you know and, and fathers i know that are um you know and i know a lot of good fathers like this isn't even trying to say like only black people with bad fathers no i'm just saying of the shit in our community one of the issues to tackle might be that fatherhood shit but i think motherfuckers took it so harsh because we take any level of niggas need to do better hard but sometimes when it comes from within the community to the community in a level of trust i find like it's not that bad you know that's my personal feelings and i don't think it comes from a bad place but all that being said i look at that program and i'm like yeah he helping you know while it's easy to sit online and write your article and talk shit he helped tell those kids that he didn't help you know what i mean like it's easy to be like oh this nigga talking about some i mean his plan looks down on these kids and then it says they need mentors and nigga sometimes you do you don't know no nigga that don't need a you don't know niggas that don't that just needed a chance somebody to believe in them somebody to put a battery in their back somebody put some money in a motherfucking investing in their future you don't know people like that somebody just need a chance to go to college you know a program you don't know people like that who the fuck are you so that's the shit that bothers me when people come at the president like that because a lot of times they 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 essentially shit on those efforts and then turn around and say things such as being despite being neglected and ignored which is not true so it's okay like if we're gonna critique this man and his legacy let's just keep it in perspective because there's a way to critique somebody and i go yeah you're right you know like he maybe he could have done more you know but there's also a way to but i I think when people do that it takes away the power that they feel they have in feeling above certain type of black folks you know like i i've seen what happens when motherfuckers fall out and you know the next thing you the first thing we go to is the black checking you know you got a white significant other you got a white parent you got you know it's like a way to just like come in at people because we're hurt and we lash out and i feel like a lot of this has been that you know with the when we get to the 
oh so because the nigga can sing amazing grace y'all just act like he the blackest nigga ever it's like that's not really what black people did black people didn't go i'm only voting for him because he sang amazing grace why are you you don't see the anti-blackness in positioning our black vote that way the idea that we're not informed that we're just easily uh tricked by parlor tricks you that that's what you think of us as your fellow black people that that's insulting as fuck you know i'd rather you think that we're all um fucking evil ill-intended people that 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 worship white people than to think this shit because black people aren't stupid you can't write for the root and where black people read your shit and you just looking for those that 10 percent that to be like mm-hmm, in the comments it's so insulting man um <laughs> during a time of escalating state sanctioned violence president obama has repeatedly placed the onus on black protesters to be docile and be peaceable and agreeable black protesters who are responding to militarized police forces as powerful as any insurgent army in occupied iraq have largely been positioned as the problem to be solved president obama and I, i've noted this on the show more than once when he comes out and talks after there's like a, a riot or looting or something like that it's really like motherfuckers want him to be like i'm gonna just ignore that because he'll come out in the same place i'm like police need to you know police need to look for peaceful solutions police need to not do this they need to not escalate them we need to make sure that they're not out there doing this and protesters i he actually normally starts with protests it's like we don't want people burning or destroying property none of that's gonna help and people are like how dare he what the fuck would you say you're the president of this nation last night is 44 hours of a city on fire uh looped over and over on tv and then you got to come give a speech hey man sometimes niggas gotta burn some shit no that's what we get to say i get to say that on our podcast i get to say that on my twitter account you get to say that on your social media the fucking president of the united states does not get to say that and you guys know that but yet you position the shit like yeah how dare he scold these protesters it was that or or nothing it was that or nothing he can't go out there and give a speech to america and go listen man uh i know y'all saw that shit burning but don't don't pay no attention you know what i mean like there's like it's it's such an unrealistic idea to expect it and it's also an unrealistic position to think that somebody would hold the vast majority of us by the way say the same shit but we don't put it that like we we go well of course they shouldn't be burning shit but anyway man you know niggas was mad and they be over they be over hyping how much the shit got burning like but we do all hit the like well of course that's not gonna help you know what i mean and this, and then we also say the same it's not the same people you know which is something i've heard him say like it's not the same like those people out there that were looting and stuff that's that's not that's that's not the protesters but it doesn't matter because we mad and he the president so he got to take these l's you know um we are at war but obama made it clear to coast that he's hurt by the seemingly uninformed expectations of black and latinx activists who don't understand how difficult it is for him to navigate through the constraints of the on the office yeah he's he's a human being he's probably hurt y'all same way that y'all hurt y'all writing about him and he probably reads this shit and thinks y'all really think if i couldn't do better i wouldn't 
you know um this is why the mere appearance of blackness is not sufficient especially when the egregious human rights violations in flint michigan continue to occur on his watch okay um obama's blackness cannot shield him this started way probably way before he ever took office um i mean they just i mean i don't know how informed this person is but i mean they lit they literally just passed that bill to have some money to revamp uh, their water system i don't think it was enough money for for the record it more was proposed but that occurred on his watch before this article went to print and it's not mentioned because it's just easier to blame him for everything because like he's sitting in a tower like fucking sauron and just manipulating every single action like mm-hmm, yes yes less less clean water oh yes oh please cop shoot some more black people thank you yes yes it's from it's from me mr obama i'm just letting you know to shoot some Ah. more people like but that's you know it's cool because like i said um and this guy goes on to explain it essentially people like this and i think there's a lot of people getting their kicks on the way out they were anti-obama the whole time Mm -hmm. you know it was like uh you know he talks about his father um who 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 supported president obama and how um you know and and, oh maybe it's a different article but that but there's like you know like my father was so excited about this president being black but you know what Uh uh-uh i knew he was gonna be fucked up and that's why i couldn't wait to point it out it's like okay all right it's cool like i don't know what you have to say but um uh it's just it's kind of interesting because like i said i've arrived to a point where i realized that in its way this shit is anti-black too because it's 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 beyond holding someone accountable to just point trying to blame somebody and specifically because they're black so essentially you held him to standards you wouldn't other presidents because of his blackness and then you decide to put blinders on to the historical opposition that he faced um and the obstructionism that he faced and then to top it all off you essentially blame black voters for feeling supportive of this man um because we have some kinship in his blackness where we go oh yeah i go to my job and i have to deal with bullshit and racism and shit and maybe part of me feels like he has to navigate that world as well so we understand like yo you can't get everything you want and everything done um when when half this fucking country is just completely against you you know so i think it's weird that um that people would would do this under the auspices of because i'm so pro-black you know like that's not really like i said the place i'm at in my life right now that ain't pro-black either that's anti-black too you know this walking around calling other black people sheep and shit um you know these the insults and uh the the pejorative i like mocking basically mocking black people that supported the president that shit's ridiculous and i know people want to get their kicks in because they feel like well i've been mocked because i've been against this nigga the whole time cool that congratulations you'll have your platforms but just understand that when people look back and go you sound fucking ridiculous don't be mad because you do sound fucking ridiculous you know because there's an understanding within the community that whenever we vote throughout the history of voting 
throughout the history of politics black people have always when we had the ability to vote had to vote for the lesser two evils and it will continue to be so until the day we all die period in this country and that's just a realism and a pragmatism that we have as a people that i think many of us have arrived at and those who are holdouts are kind of trying to lord over us like somehow they've achieved this ninth circle of fucking enlightenment that nobody else has and newsflash nigga you're not new you're not special you're not different you're the same as the rest of us you're trying to navigate this racist ass country and find ways to cope and maybe your coping mechanism is being the wokest and shitting on all the black people that voted for this man and shitting on uh president obama and calling his family just a, a um whatever the fuck you called them where you said they basically were a white family and, and uh, in the white house um it's that it, it maybe it's, it's you and maybe it's not us you know and maybe you need to dial that shit down a little bit you know because when you so woke that you out black and black people you ain't woke at all dog like you ain't you ain't like you're doing it wrong you know when the love isn't there for us for all of us then then you're doing it wrong you know like some of y'all motherfuckers sound like black republicans in your wokeness you know it's like that green party shit with motherfucker black people that support the green party but then overlook the the shortcomings of the green party on race just so they can say but at least i'm not with you other niggas because y'all are sheep on the plantation oh you know who else thinks that ben carson thinks that you know what i mean like it's it's super frustrating to deal with and all that to say this i know that that shit still comes from the same hurt and the same pain that i experience that karen experiences that other black people in this country experience and i still got love for you you know even with all that like we fundamentally disagree but we all in pain and we're all kind of lashing out but it you know i don't think that this shit is going to resonate with a lot of people because people black people anyway still understand the scope and the magnitude of the opposition the man had to deal with so while you might feel better to to say these things and it might make you feel more woke and you get to be the 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 person that i'm so woke i hate obama that's cool man you know um you know (laughs) that's fine but at the same time uh real recognize real man so people recognize that that phony ass see-through shit that certain people have kind of clicked up on people recognize that too you know if that what makes you feel superior as a black person cool but a lot of y'all go to work every day and you have to compromise some level of the shit that you deal with as a black person you have to compromise for whether it's your own health your own safety or your own experiences you know and keep in mind president obama is not a person that necessarily received the shit end of whiteness in the way that we have not that he didn't receive any of it but until he was really president um a lot of white people in his life that intervened were helpful so his optimism in whiteness is grounded in experience that many of us do not share so to to him i think that's the fascinating thing about him and it's the reason that he gets to be president and niggas like us don't you know what i mean like it's the level of optimism you would need to have in this country as a black person to be president of this country is 
shit it's obama level it's no other word for it it might as well be a fucking word itself there's it's impossible to be president of this country and not have an unshakable faith that white people in general can overcome their base nature and support and learn to not be racist in a country that is founded on racism it's the only fucking way it's you know it's like he's a jackie robinson of presidents and i think time will lend deference to that that the hot takeification of the internet will not right now you know like it'll be what the lessons that kids learn will be the things that change the world because he was president it won't be because um it won't be us it won't be 40 year old people learning from this guy's presidency that wasn't that's what wasn't what this presidency was about um you know and i think when people see what happens in the aftermath with this trump administration it's gonna make him look a lot more attractive um to certain people but i feel like the people that kind of got to play the outside and take shots at the president for eight years um they'll be kind of thankful because now they have something else to take shots at you know because they were going to take shots at no matter what happened if Clinton would have won they would have been talking about how she was the fucking worst and uh the same as trump you know that's what many were planning on doing anyway and if uh you know um if now that trump is now they get to literally say this guy's the worst and and it means something because he is but in a way it means nothing because we're gonna be powerless for eight years four to eight years in this country uh the way most people sound like they're talking so anyway man i i just um uh, and i know there's probably people listening to this that disagree with this right now or whatever and i'll be your cool uncle tom sell out whatever the fuck y'all need me to be but um i i don't find this shit to be uh this woker than thou approach to talking about politics to be any fucking level of helpful at all you know especially when you're looking at black voters like we the problem fuck you sincerely fuck you you know what i mean it's not enough of us already to change shit but to fucking vilify or to come at black people for being supportive of the democratic president like we always the fuck are in a country where if we did something else it wouldn't change anything except the republican would get elected you can go fuck yourself because this pie in the sky philosophy and fantasy shit that y'all are like all this hey man we can just get five percent to the green party ain't helping nobody though that's just another set of white people that want to get helped that want to put themselves first you know and we ain't starting no blackity black party the green look the collar green party is not getting started <laughs> i would love for it to start but we know we don't have the numbers for that shit the green bean party yeah it'd just be 13 percent of black people over there fucking voting for, by ourselves and we know that shit so you know i don't think revolution or whatever is getting solved through the government anyway i don't think that's how it's gonna happen um but at the same time i know there's good people in politics that have done as much as they can to either help or mitigate harm and i think barack obama is one of those people and i think the nature of the office is you are going to be responsible for the deaths of people you're going to be responsible for uh for a bunch of evil fucked up shit because of the nature of the office and the most it's been a pleasure to have that person be at least thoughtful um 
in in for eight years and we're gonna miss that um anyway let me start the next session because i saw i went too long sorry about that but uh but yeah man it's just and i mean i know this is just a small percentage of black people that really feel this way but i feel like a lot of us are like the silent majority on this shit you know and we feel we get shamed and insecure about our own blackness because we don't want to be like well i think you're wrong and i think you're targeting the president out of uh, some sort of blackness competition some black off shit too and we don't want to sound like well i you know i don't care about black people like nah i do and i think he did and i think he did the best he could but i also don't think that anyone can take that job and and turn it into fucking uh woke city central i just don't think it's gonna happen you know maybe somebody will come along and prove everybody wrong maybe that'll happen maybe somebody will find a way to get elected in a country full of racist white people and then get to the office and be like i'm black y'all and i'm black y'all maybe somebody will find a way i don't think it's happening you know and i don't know why anyone that knows the history of america would think that that was gonna happen i i mean shit if we being honest none of us thought a nigga was getting elected in the first place he's so good we have taken it for granted at this point that's how good he is he he's so good we've literally just been like well of course he's so good we thought hillary clinton was getting elected every poll said that woman was getting elected that's how good he is he's that good he's so good people uh, completely ignored that for six years democrats lost footing in this country for six of the eight years he was in office from the second he took office democrats started losing their foothold in every election around this country and he's so good democrats thought they were winning he's so good democrats ran away from him in 2012 thinking that was a way to win this is like it's insane how good he is it's insane how great his family is scandal free scandal free eight years you know look like they still fucking in the white house i mean it's 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 it's, they're exemplary in a lot of areas and that's cool if you want to say look all the country's good it's like quarterback all the country's good all the country's bad you get credit for it that's cool if you want to say they get credit for all the country's bad and they ain't shit just bring up all the country's good too because it's about to get real bad it's about to get even worse and i want to see you keep up the fucking consistency that's all because a lot of motherfuckers about to die off and quiet down you know we about to see a lot less of Cornell West and Tavis Smiley in these tours and shit. We about to see a lot less of Killer Mike, y'all. We about to see a lot less. Y'all do realize that, right? Motherfuckers that rode the prominence are about to be a lot less. You know, and I I, I hate to keep going in, man, but I actually have more to say. Um, in a large part, a lot of this shit is also shitting on black women for electing this man. Because you talk about what well, black people are so loyal. No, what you really mean, black women are loyal to the democratic party and black women voted for this man and like a fuck it was some crazy like 98 percent clip and black women hold position in his cabinet and, and, and his uh uh positions in the white house uh you know you have like valerie jarrett and loretta lynch and all this shit a lot of this shit is about the fact that black women did this shit and that's one of the reasons you mostly see black men pulling the 
i'm so woke that i think the president's a coon and you know fuck him and that family they ain't nothing but white people to me and shit like it's it like you when you see those staunch critics those that have risen to prominence over the last eight years as as black people it's mostly black men you know what i mean like it's not a, it's not a coincidence <laughs> that, that i can rattle off tavis smiley cornell west um mark lamont hill um 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 killer mike uh it's not a coincidence that it's so easy to rattle off the list of people that fucking don't fuck with the president and don't fuck with whoever black women pick yeah i'm going um yeah it's it's not a coincidence you know because essentially black women make this choice at the at the box office or box office at the at the voters box at the ballot box <laughs> the box office <laughs> to go see will smith nah but um you know essentially black women are the ones that make that choice every year um to to decide who's going to be the democratic candidate you know and i think a lot of the rejection of this is partially uh fueled by the fact that black women are making this choice and and of course we as you know america in general but you know black men in particular you know we feel like we can dictate down to y'all what y'all need to be doing come on you know what y'all need to do is vote for this that and the other it's like Mm -hmm, because you want to control shit yeah i don't find to be a coincidence all that being said man i don't think i just wish that people would stop misrepresenting black people because the vast majority of black people would tell you i don't think the president was perfect i don't think the man is uh without flaws i don't agree with him on everything the vast majority of black people would say that and they would still vote for him tomorrow because he's a better choice of all the other choices and if you lose that part of the discussion then it's not an objective discussion it's a loaded discussion if we don't bring up the alternatives you know because it's not like john mccain was gonna be doing my brothers anything for no niggas you know what i mean like it's not like he was gonna be uh you know commuting sentences for no niggas you know it's just so easy with it's so it's just it's just really disheartening man because we've been so hurt that it's obvious we have to come at him because he's black it's 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 sad that it's that obvious but anyway all right 100 for me sorry i talked so long karen i'm so sorry uh i just been thinking about this for days literally like i read because I, I read two of these pieces and i was just like what the fuck man you know what i mean <laughs> what the fuck you know and of course it's about people that's like i never liked that nigga anyway you know it's just okay man i hope you feel better man i hope you feel more woke than everybody and you figured the whole game out we all stupid pieces of shit you got it dog uh, all the other black people just sheep and we dumb and we ride for that coon obama right and you perfect and you never done shit got it got it dog um speaking of being fucked with i don't know if you guys heard this yet but um zero to 100 obviously um never decide to start playing
That's not a score. You get a thousand million. Play the original because I see some people saying they haven't never heard the original. Oh, well, obviously they don't hang around the chat room before we start the show. Uh, way to tell on yourselves, everybody. Um, this is Childish Gambino. Yeah, I'm about to play it. Um, yeah, it's, it's um, uh, don't do this when you can't even sing, sing the original lyrics you ain't got no business uh, remaking this song and acoustifying it make a person wanna niggas okay guys zero to a hundred motherfucking song these always get a hundred to me don't do this shit go y'all got plenty of other shit y'all can remake yeah i gotta give it a hundred i don't know why this fuck with me as much as now and that nigga was talking about obama i don't know i was like that what why we don't need this right nobody who and i guess my question is white people who asked for this go get your people we don't need put your guitars away put your acoustics away sometimes people make shit for black people and they don't have you in mind and it's cool you do not have to be the center of every fucking thing that happens sometimes you just have to sit back like oh you know what that ain't for me this this is not for me there's plenty of other stuff i can pull my guitar out and remix and this is not one of them if you can't even say the words right come on say the words dog come on man i thought this was over what happened why is this still allowed to continue in america 
this is a great crisis you know i blame for this obama why didn't he pass legislation against white women and acoustic guitars so that they couldn't get their webcams and start remixing black songs we knew formation was a bridge too far but in obama's america it was allowed to continue come on too worried about black people not being fathers need be worried about white women not being musicians with these guitars come on dog don't even sound like the same goddamn song get out of here who told them this is cute right Ugh. Disgust me. Right, and people listen to that shit. I never heard the original song. I, I saw the comments, man. It look GTBW because the motherfucking comments are all like, "You, what kind of guitar is that?" Oh, you know, I love your vocals. A little too much reverb, but I was a fan. You know, nobody like I don't know. If she deleted the comments of people, or just it's only ten thousand views, so maybe not enough people hit her with the. Why are you singing this? Just why? just why who asked for this yeah is it did nobody else come out with it did ariana grande come out not come out with nothing this week there's nothing you could remix that didn't have an n-word in all the songs on the album all the songs on the album you could you know what just leave them alone leave all the songs alone i was gonna say do another one no mm-hmm. leave them all alone because they all black as fuck don't do this don't do kendrick lamar just yeah stop it. Just when stop you got it. the yams what's the yams right like why do y'all keep doing you're only embarrassing yourself yeah, power that be. <laughs> what the fuck? get out of here dog that's not how that song goes the people in the comments just supporting this bullshit kendrick never gonna bring you up on stage with him dog ever what are you doing he got professional singers for a reason dog this is blacks only shit leave it alone good god uh all right next <laughs> uh all right Let's see what, oh there was a road rage incident that uh that went awry shattered glass racial slurs and speed all of it part of a case of road rage local police are now investigating new at nine fox 23 jonathan McCulloch. Just take a video. Let's go. For us, Muskogee with the details. Yeah, this definitely could have a much different outcome. Clay Ronda Jones says she had no idea that she was being followed all through Muskogee until she got here to this Walgreens where she says that she was attacked by that other driver. And she says that this will happen in a matter of seconds. Just thought maybe he was just coming the same way we were. But instead, Rhonda Johnson says a driver she came across on the movie turn Monday afternoon followed her with a vengeance. He was in the left lane, the fast lane, and we were just trying to, you know, get around. Johnson tells me she was headed home from Tulsa when the driver of a maroon Nissan Frontier truck started following her for miles. Johnson says that man followed them all the way to this Walgreens. And he's calling us everything. Bad name. They say they watched him in the mirror get out of his truck and approach their car. Jumbo didn't ask. Bam! I thought it wasn't actually, because it was loud. Johnson filed a report with the Muskogee police who say they are looking into the incident. Johnson says she'll have to pay a $500 deductible just to fix the glass, but she says it's far less than the price of her life. One of us that got killed, this can be replaced, but we can't. And today we did reach out to Walgreens to see if they may have had any type of video that showed how that incident played out on Monday afternoon. But so far we have yet to hear back from them. As soon as we do, we'll let you know what they have to say. Live tonight in Muskogee, covering news that matters. Jonathan McCall, Fox 23. 
Zero to a hundred. Yeah, I gotta give it at a hundred as well. Yeah, gotta give Make it America great again. Bet you that bumper sticker was on that vehicle. Mm-hmm. Then when that car got stranded, that dude drove right by him. You know what's weird? I watched that whole thing, and the main thing I was mostly uh taken aback by was uh I couldn't tell if that nigga had purple contacts or not. I was looking at his eyes, like, really, nigga? You can't be on the news with purple contacts. You can't. This is not a decision you can make. So you won't be on the air for long, right? Come uh, that's on. that's why I ain't got to sit at the desk. You know, you too dark to pull those off, brother. What are you doing? Anyway, uh, Carl Paladino apologized for controversial Obama comments and says, "I'm not racist. I was wired up." Carl, uh, Buffalo politician Carl Paladino is walking things back from his remarks on wishing death on President Obama and saying Michelle Obama should live with apes in Africa. They love that ape shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was on, uh, he sent a response to WBEN in a live reading. The statement said he never intended to hurt the minority community who I spent years trying to help out of the cycle of poverty in our inner cities. To them, I apologize. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't believe you. You need more people. I can't believe obama would let him say that because everything's obama's fault uh paladino said that he filled out the art voice survey in an emotional state of mind and that he was wired up after watching obama's response to the devastation of aleppo your survey questions provided me with the spark to vent and write deprecating humor about a bad president for whom the mainstream media continues to seek an undeserved legacy (sighs) it's shit like this that i don't know man i just hope i swear i pray to god i never get to so woke that i'm sounding like these niggas because they that's how they sound to me like this shit sounds a lot the same with the the terrible president with a bad legacy you motherfuckers are trying to act like he was good and he's not and i'm the only one that can see it anyway his wife's an ape and a monkey you're like well how the fuck you sound like so many of these other niggas (laughs) like how you and cornell west sound similar uh, i wanted to say something as sarcastic and hurtful as possible about the people so responsible for the hurt and suffering of so many others i was wired up primed to be human and make a mistake i could not have made a worse choice in the words i use to express my feelings i spent years dedicated to the mission to defeat the thought that the liberal progressive elitist establishment can continue to hold our minority children captive you white my our minority children captive in the cycle of poverty simply to provide their voting base i don't intend to yield to the fanatics among my adver- adversaries i certainly am not a racist well who is nobody apparently. no one is a racist zero to a hundred a hundred and then you know people wonder why black people be like i don't trust no white people at all mm-hmm. no i don't feel like that but there are some that go to that that extreme because it was like i don't know you ain't got no sign you ain't got no badge you ain't got no superpower there's there's nothing that 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 lets me know you you're a good quote-unquote white person like i don't know until you respond and react and i ain't got time to decipher the difference nobody's racist guys okay calm down west virginia official called michelle obama aping hills fired the director of a West Virginia nonprofit agency who called First Lady Michelle Obama in Apen Hills in a Facebook post has been fired in an institution put under outside management, state officials said on Tuesday. Pamela Taylor, director of Clay County Development 
uh corp cdc ccdc uh which provides services to poor elderly residents drew international condemnation after her comment last month about obama went viral she resigned in november but was reinstated last month prompting west virginia to review his contacts with the nonprofit. Uh, yeah good fucker i don't care so she gone all right uh zero to 100 for that one oh zero yeah she yeah yeah that's her job yeah she need to go don't say dumb shit i don't know why white people don't just don't say dumb shit just 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 y'all been around long enough to to know to know the rules and the regulations yeah how do you think that that was gonna go over you know it just wants to be nice to be like i can't believe i got fired for this all i said was she was a ape in heels yeah posted on my public facebook page for all to see and uh, you know not the just these women do not look better than michelle obama so to come for her looks just seems fucking ridiculous michelle obama like a professional model come on dog like if you have to go there with it i mean look in the mirror first if that's really where you want to take this like that's such a ridiculous uh statement to make but it's like they just get behind that keyboard and they just turn into fucking the hulk um yeah because you know the internet make people think that what they say is not real they think the people that they say these words at quote unquote ain't real right you know it's it's not real but you know you lost your real income and your real fucking job right i show you how real this quote unquote fake playland called the internet is right so um all right uh i guess we need to get into some other stuff let's try to get some positivity going up in here um because it is kind of um sorry it got the, down that way but it kind of um you good with me uh kind of had to say some things get it off my chest right most of the time it's me so yeah your turn today <laughs> uh all right let me see if i can uh find a song to talk about for for white people oh here's one i forgot about this one Creation. Oh, I heard that name in forever. I feel like she just went back to being a white woman. Oh, of course. She was like working at the Gap or 
somewhere. Of course, honey. She done pulled them dreads, quit calling folks and niggas, and then and, and somebody's AR department somewhere, somebody's manager, supervisor. Her and Vag Nasty just somewhere fucking mm-hmm. Being white and up, living the life. Hanging out at golf courses and whatever white folks do. Right. Eating artisanal cheeses. Come on. <clears throat> what a gent. John Stamos, 53, pulls out all the stops on a dinner date with his girlfriend, Caitlin McHugh, 32. Wow, that is sad. You may know John Stamos as uh, I've heard that name before, Uncle Jesse. Ah, okay, yes, I from, do know him from Full House, but I don't know that woman. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, they look smitten as they stop by for a bite of classic Italian cuisine in Madeo, uh, at Madeo in Los Angeles. Caitlin, thirty-two, couldn't contain her smile as the fifty-three-year-old heartthrob led her rest to the restaurant arm in arm. Yeah, a lot of women been trying to lock down Jesse for a long time. Apparently so. How old is that man? Ain't 53. It? I said in the start of the <laughs> Stamos looked dapper in dark hues, wearing a comfy quilted, wearing a comfy quilted jacket with a smart black shirt buttoned down to show a hint of his tan chest. The grandfathered star kept things classic by, with loosely fitting jeans on bottom, he held a pair of black glasses safe in hand uh the fuller house star combed his dark locks to the side while sporting a touch of after christmas stubble on his chin as he led his beautiful girlfriend to the restaurant by the arm so that's secretly saying he needs to shave uh, i guess he's on break probably from the show so they can need not to shave the i am legend actress seems to be having the time of her life bearing it bring beaming ear to ear with her while holding boyfriend john closely i don't know who is she and i am legend i have no idea her part must be minor i thought i oh was she the doctor maybe remember that doctor you tried to save that at the end she the one that did heal that heal gets the this cure to the disease she might be she paired a short floral mini dress with the knee-high socks and boots that accentuated the vampire diary star long tone legs caitlin matched her leather accessories showing off her jacket boots and shoulder bag all in the same warm brown i don't watch vampire diary so the star kept her style her own by wearing cute glasses and cascading curls in a rich red blue hue red brown hue it seemed to be a fairy tale romance for the pair who began dating in early 2016 even ever the gentleman john opened the door for his girlfriend and flashed a smile over his shoulder as he whisked the beautiful the brunette beauty into the five-star restaurant the er actor made sure to take care of the valet holding some cash in hand before disappearing inside the couple have been happy to show off their relationship often spotted making public displays of affection in and around hollywood we're not enjoying each other's company to do our birth hard at work on set fans can catch tv veteran john playing dr brock holt on fox's horror comedy delight screen queens while rising star star caitlin takes center stage in the 3d thriller 48 hours to live on january 13 2017 mm. yep that's what white folks is up to uh halifax raises a stink about uh flushable whites because they aren't flushable that's right it's become a very big problem in the white community what is it made out of then shit 
halifax water is issuing a public service announcement advocating for the use of a regular toilet paper over so-called flushable whites which it says are clogging up canada's wastewater utilities to the tune of about 250 million a year officials say flushable wipes don't break down as they travel down the drain but instead get caught in wastewater treatment filters and clog up pumps oh they're not biodegradable the wastewater utility says the whites can only can cause costly repairs that lead to sewage backups and homes the statement was accompanied by a three-minute online video from planifax an educational nonprofit about urban planning that shows halifax's waste workers raking out undecomposed waste from a treatment plant they should be able to sue them for that shit because they market them as flushable and then they caught they're not and then the, the fucking you know the city and the state got to deal with the cost of that yeah, they're like, hey, if you, if these are going to be flushable, they need to be able to break down. Halifax Water is urging people to dispose of the towelettes by dumping them in the garbage. Halifax is one of a handful of Canadian cities, including Toronto, Metro Vancouver, and Fredericton, that have launched campaigns against flushing those moist towelettes. Well, then, yeah, right. I, no, you know, I could see somebody suing and going, hey, y'all need to make this shit biodegradable because y'all cost no It's just false advertising. Money, right? At this point, it ain't even about y'all need to make it. Y'all need to give us our money for how many man hours it's taking hmm man hours we still say man hours huh mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah, you haven't switched that to person hours or something maybe that sounds weird i don't know how many person hours we put into this shit yeah we say man because we assume it's all inclusive of everybody just, just <laughs> the human race is a man it's apparently some, yeah it's just some little shit i had never even thought about yeah You're I, like I, oh I yeah all the time. that's what people say when they go man hours. it's gonna take 20 man hours right but it's gonna take 25 woman hours because you know women be talking you know what I'm saying? they got to get it all out before we can really say what they've been doing okay they should get sued so what is they wiping the ass with uh the, the plastic make daddy bag? a sandwich so you make daddy a sandwich daddy want a sandwich i'm gonna make daddy a sandwich them woman hours y'all know what i mean i'm sorry can what'd you say i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that <laughs> so what they what they wiping their ass with the uh Plus the things you put the the uh, coke cans in, you know them things don't break down either. <laughs> I don't know the six pack can holders. Yes, I don't know fish getting caught in those shitty can holders. <laughs> right, so y'all, y'all go y'all blind y'all blinding the fish got to run into shit. Well, there are a dozen lawsuits, more than a dozen lawsuits that have been launched in the United States against manufacturers claiming damages to individual municipal sewer systems. Right. You should charge them because if people you tell people it's flushable, they're going to flush the shit and the shit should biodegrade. If not, it's not flushable. Uh, there's a man who took flights all over the world, a British man, took two days flying to different time zones so he can make december 25th last as long as possible hmm, good to be right. he spent nearly two days flying in different planes in the countries to have a 47 hour christmas december 25th ain't get 24 hours in a day right but okay. you know in the time zone like how you were talking about wanga all the time oh right? yeah he a day ahead of us yeah. right so he you start oh. flying and you just that way you can be like it's still december 25th ah yep it's been 48 hours but still december 25th you guys can see from what he has on he's quite festive that's his suit what mm-hmm oh he looks like he really enjoys christmas is what i'm saying 
um what he do he he he's a bounce at santa's club what's happening here he's 58 years old his name is Fraser watt and he started his race against santa at midnight christmas eve from auckland in new zealand and he passed through hong kong london and los angeles for eventually arriving in honolulu hawaii at 11:38 p.m local time in doing so he also broke the record for the furthest distance travel on commercial airliners in a single day and the record for the furthest distance travel in any 24-hour period the incredible journey saw him travel almost 20,000 miles and stretched his christmas day a whopping to a whopping 47 hours he originally <laughs> what the fuck what wow expensive with this goddamn flight. hey man you know what do what you want to do man trump president speaking into existence you want a two-day christmas fuck it might as well right enjoy shit enjoy it yeah so you gonna do it for new year's too then he was able to, i don't know i don't know what he's gonna do for new year's uh, and other white people christmas news a mall elf maced a family who brought a three-year-old to meet santa after screaming at them to stay behind the line like nope i told you and the motherfucking kids mm-mm. y'all made grumpy the elf elsie brooks brought her daughter illegana to the haynes mall in winston-salem north carolina last week along with her friend christina mcdonald and mother selma brooks according to the winston-salem journal one of the santa's helpers identified as shannon athena watkins 33 <laughs> what now i'll see pictures right <laughs> who is this elf who is <laughs> oh, that elf had had enough of y'all she's a white woman too i was that's shannon that, Wa- that watkins i was Ooh. like hmm, maybe shannon athena watkins maybe right. but oh, it's a, it's all white on white crime y'all okay mm, i could imagine uh how many uh people read her resume and trashed it and she's like but i'm white it don't matter that's why she's working at the mall as a santa elf right you know they couldn't get that job nowhere else Mm-mm. white folks be tripping on them names did santa's elf really just come out after us oh no oh yes at least that's what this family claims happened to them while taking their three-year-old daughter to see santa at a local mall in north carolina one of santa's helpers um, started yelling at my mom you need to get behind the line and just really nasty you need to get behind the line you need to get behind the line man you can't be past that line very very sad mm-hmm. to see someone in the mall at the santa place being that rude and ugly Sorry. so we said ma'am it is christmas no reason to talk like that but the ladies say santa's little helper kept up the verbal assault and when they took a picture of the worker to file a complaint they say the elf opened up a can of mace and let him have it my face was on fire just really bad my eyes somewhat still burn my whole face like here all the way through all the way down here and in the front of my lips are burning someone need a hug so the cops came in and charged santa's helper with simple assault and the mall santa photography shop says the employee has been suspended pending further investigation hopefully whatever came over the elf won't spread to santa i'm on my lunch break okay that was as much an advertisement for bad santa as anything else (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah white people santa is going crazy a man who looked like santa the white one 
uh <laughs> can't handle black when that's all of america forced to fight for his ho 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 license plate after authorities deny his request because it could be linked to prostitution oh santa hoeing ho 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 they thought he's pimping i guess you see his, his, he has a license plate that says fueled by milk and cookies i mean he's really rode this santa thing out like i guess he just figured I mean, fueled by milk and cookies i mean hoes like cookies but i don't think you know i don't mm. think that's what he meant well i think he just decided i look like santa i'm riding this shit out with the complete santa i'm gonna get the mustang getting the the customized plate he got an outfit he's i mean he got the beard you can see it on the screen um like he's completely gone there oh he's it. like what you call it from family guy who uh put on the center peter yeah, yeah peter a man who looks a lot like santa claus has been fighting to keep his ho 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 license plate after he was told the phrase had a negative sexual meaning fred lane was denied a request to have his license plate to read ho 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 by utah's department of motor vehicle of course utah you guys are such fucking perverts utah don't think we don't know i hope you know the rest of the country knows you guys are into some sick shit whatever it is we know big love started with y'all y'all i'm not even talking about that okay that's karen getting on y'all's polygamy i'm not i don't have a problem with polygamy i don't have a problem with it either but i do have a problem with all these anti-porn laws coming out of there right like y'all niggas don't be jacking it off left and right you sons of bitches we all know you're doing free shit okay i know what y'all jacking off to you criticizing everybody else but come on right i know what you guys jacking off to but it must be some some pretty outrageous shit you guys want to ban it for everybody fuck out of here can't even say ho 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 nobody was thinking about that everybody that saw that thought christmas except for you freaky motherfuckers like you're probably talking about some prostitutes uh officials oh, he came in looking i look like motherfucking santa claus come on i googled christmas cream pine ho 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 it's not what y'all think it is it's not what you think it is denied officials initially said the phrase had references to prostitution and ruled that mr lane could not have it displayed on his car mr lane put up a fight and wrote a lengthy letter to the department of motor vehicles he said while he understood how it could be seen that way that was not at all his intention the santa lookalike listed all the community service work he does at christmas time to explain his reasons behind the license plate he also sent photos of himself delivering presents to sick children and working with the homeless he had to do all that that's sad um he also joked that they it could determine whether they're on the naughty or nice list oh look at all these teddy bears good grief this dude really takes it there that is wild Mm-mm-mm. uh so they eventually overturned the decision and gave santa his license plate back oh wait oh. something went wrong with the swing can you see me Mm, i see you okay all right all i don't right. see the i don't know if you tried to share screen I yeah i did try i don't see the share screen oh uh, okay sorry I, I was gonna show you guys i don't know why karen didn't let me know but i was gonna show you guys some pictures of santa claus the look-alike dude uh let me know if it comes up okay you're actually frozen now I can, we can oh, oh oh wait a minute it's up all right cool so that's his whole, whole, whole license plate oh right that's him taking kids gifts to the kids um then they had another one with the teddy bears it's the one with the teddy bears oh got a lot of teddy bears yeah like why y'all hating on santa man let that man deliver to the kids he ain't hurt nobody right he's probably the only one in the state that filed for that license i mean for that tag come on dog yeah well, it's the- <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell you thought how out of touch 
yeah go ahead he doesn't want to show up as a pimp what the fuck is that right <laughs> bitches where's my money ho ho hoes <laughs> maybe what if he is a pimp too on the yeah, side maybe. in addition to being santa maybe not the males mm-hmm. uh all right man let's uh do some uh guess the race and uh wrap this shit up okay now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast man we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we play we have karen and the chat room play a game we like to call guess the race where they guess the race of the people involved and of course they're all racist all right today's contestants is a lot of different people um let's start with uh a fire chief is accused of misusing allowance to buy women's clothing do we cover this already no, i don't remember uh chief anton roderick was arraigned tuesday Mm-hmm. was arraigned tuesday in taunton district court on charges that he used his official clothing allowance to purchase women workout clothes and lied about it to police he was arraigned on two counts of presenting a fraudulent claim to an employer one count of larceny under 250 dollars and one count of making false statements to the police he was released on his own recognizance he did not return a call to the fire station seeking comment tuesday afternoon according to a report by trooper michael reynolds of the state police detectives unit assigned to the da's office the investigation centered around three invoices totaling $238 that Roderick submitted to the town of Dighton for four items of women's clothing between September 15th and September 21st I mean I guess I'm is Dighton's embattled fire chief, Anton Tony Roderick, seen here in prior interviews, but a no-show today for an emergency meeting of the Board of Selectmen, during which he was suspended. The meeting follows Roderick's arraignment Tuesday on charges of misusing his clothing allowance, spending nearly $240 of town money to buy women's clothing. He has offended not only this board, but the taxpayers of this town. The investigation began after a routine audit showed discrepancies. I feel betrayed. State police say Roderick made four purchases from Galls.com in September 2015, including a women's jacket like this, telling a state trooper the women's jacket was a better fit since he lost 30 pounds. Roderick admits to altering the receipt, so it said men's. When questioned, he stated that he was embarrassed to be buying a women's jacket for himself, so he changed the item to read as if it was a men's jacket. The purchases also include capri pants, similar to this. According to the state police report, at one point in the investigation, Chief Roderick became so frustrated with the interrogation, he insisted on trying on the capri pants in front of the state trooper to try to prove he bought the pants for himself. It was a tight fit. Roderick's girlfriend, who lives in this house in Swansea, told investigators he bought the Capri. I'm only laughing at the slander. You ain't sleek, nigga. It was a tight fit. <laughs> okay? You ain't sleek, man. I know what you're trying to say. For her, all of this is a big shock for people who know the chief. The guy knows a hard-working man. He's one of the best workers the town has. The investigation is continuing. 
Indictment, Todd Keskevich, WCVB, News Center Fox. All right, Karen. Guess the race of Mr. Anton Tony Roderick. Uh, I am going to go white. Oh, what are you doing? Stop. All right, Karen's going with white. All right. Let's see what uh, you guys in the chat room are going with. Um, oh, he's white, Capri pants, really? Um, white shit. Scroll up. Oh, okay. Brought it for a side chick, black. We thought it was strange. He wanted to call us to call him juicy black. Ah. Oh, he's white capri pants, really smug in the chestnuts, white shit. Uh, couldn't find a size at KG. Workout clothes, Lululemon white. Referred to as hardworking man white. I'm taking it back. They are too proud of him. So white. Okay, changing it to white. White people don't come in Anton black. His bra and panties were white, like his capri pants white. Oh! The correct answer is actually white. Mm-hmm. Some Got of you it. guys did say black. well okay so there's theories right because it's like what is it you know what if he is like dressing those are his clothes and he's wearing them that's true i mean maybe that's possible i mean now if he wasn't wearing them i'm assuming that would be a good cover maybe you feel like you would be protected under some sort of like you know hey this is my life and i do wear these clothes right like like like, but if you weren't wearing them it's it's just the smartest lie to come with that's true and my thing maybe this just the way i look at it if he'd have been like well yes these are my clothes i bought these for myself that's that's what he's saying that's what he's saying he he put them he tried to put he put them on in front of him but and i guess that thing's like but how can i say it it's mm-hmm if the department will pay for it and they say we're gonna pay for y'all's athletic gear and, and this and, is his and, why why is that wrong and, and if they didn't uh have any clause in there that, that says men or women yeah no problem with it then mm-hmm they didn't say you had to wear men's clothes right right they like just assumed they, they weren't for him because they were women's clothes right they made that assumption mm-hmm so i don't he know might, he might have been what buying women's clothes all the long they just now maybe he got a side chick i don't know i just know that I, I, I'm, I was that's that's his stuff. story and that's what he's sticking to he was willing to put the pants on in front of them to to prove it so i don't know um maybe people have a hard time imagining a manly firefighter would want to <laughs> want to wear those clothes but i don't know i don't have a problem with it feel like there's a lot of judgment coming around his way and i don't see why uh anyway he was white and you racists all got it right don't forget guess the race is brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for people with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bones check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com slash tbgwt you're gonna want to get that clear skin guys okay new year's resolution new year's is coming up be kind to your face and your neck and your and all the bumps and stuff get it off of there all right 
we know that you bearded men out here cheating shave it all the way off okay so the bearded being like me can get our reputation back yeah and the more and more i think about it, a lot of a lot of it probably coming from my um i guess sit hit privilege oh hold on hold on hold on hold on this is why would you bring this up during the ad i don't even know what's going on i'm sorry bevel i know y'all trying to get y'all money Uh, i was still talking about shaving off beards why would you think i was finished it was literally the middle of the ad y'all y'all heard it sorry bevel anyway get bevel.com slash tbgwt that's g-t-b-e-v-e-l.com slash tbgwt go ahead karen sure and it's, and it's cis het privilege uh cisgender heteronormative privilege uh but go ahead say do do you think no go ahead it's cool it's yeah. over now and and so that's probably where i was coming from but like i said i don't have a problem with him um wearing them pants if they didn't have anything that specified it that that you know that he got the right to wear them and he should did, did he lose his job or he resigned um no oh, they didn't really say oh he, he got suspended that's right he got suspended. yeah he got suspended he shouldn't have got suspended. Be I mean, I knew it was white clothing, though. I, I knew it was white because the clothing was only four pieces and it cost $238. So I was like, oh, he went to the high end. Mm-hmm. Like, he must have been a white man. Mm-hmm. And I hope that fit did fit him where he's a firefighter. He ought to be fit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's see what else we have here. Oh, here's one. A New York, the New York Times has been accused of causing a woman to suffer a stroke after published an article uh, she claims portrayed her as a cruel and abusive mother who abandoned her daughter to a life of drugs and prostitution, according to court papers obtained by the DailyMail.com. Deidre Chapman filed a lawsuit against the Times and John Otis, the journalist who wrote the article. She is suing over the piece entitled, After Homelessness and Jail, A Harlem Woman Finds Stability Working Construction, which was published December 2nd, 2015, in the Neediest Cases Cases section of the newspaper. That's a section? The article tells the story of her daughter, Milan Chapman, who ended up on the streets when she said her mother kicked her out of of the family home in new jersey in 2012 after years of abusive behavior milan then 22 told the times i was so naive oblivious to life when she kicked me out i felt relieved and i didn't have to deal with her misery desperate and alone the teen whose father died from multiple sclerosis in 2013 lived rough in the parks she was forced to do sexual favors for men who gave her temporary shelter and turned to drugs and alcohol to cope she stole food and sold drugs to survive in may 2014 she was sentenced to 10 months at rikers island for burglary after prison she turned her life around with the help of several non-profit organizations including the new york times neediest cases fund for which the newspaper section takes its name at the time the article was published milan was working in construction and living in the housing provided by nonprofit in harlem she told the times that she had been estranged from her mother for three years and had no contact with her 18 year old brother her mother deidre chapman is no is not mentioned by name in the article deidre chapman claims in the lawsuit that the devastating article is false and defamatory and seeking 10 million dollars in damages to her health and reputation we stand by a story and intend to fight the case in court says the new york times chapman blames the article for causing her to suffer and a stroke and a seizure which happened after the article was published leaving her with medical expenses she also claims the piece destroyed her reputation in her community and her businesses 
a business because although she was not named her identity identity was easily revealed by the article's information including her hometown of bergen new jersey her son suffered abusive behavior and threats following the article to suit claims adding the article is false and it's overall defamatory portrayal of deidre chapman as a cruel and abusive mother who elect who ejected her child from her home and rendered her homeless and destitute instead deidre chapman insists she is loving attentive and caring mother to both milan and her son sofiso chapman uh she claims that the new york times did not seek comment from her prior to the article before being published and did not contact any other relatives teachers or authorities to verify the facts of milan's story john otis and the new york times deliberately avoided the truth the lawsuit claims she claims she contacted the times december 15 2015 with the true facts but the newspaper refused to correct or retract the article her lawsuit lays out a conflicting version of events. Instead of being kicked out by her mother, Milan ran away from home age 14 after stealing $10,000 from her parents' bank account. The suit claims that Deidre Chapman worked tirelessly with the Bloomfield Police Department to find her daughter. DailyMail.com reached out to the detective naming the lawsuit, Steve Gerhauser, for, for comment. The lawsuit claims that when police did find the teen, she was living in a very compromising situation with an older man who was later convicted of child abuse. At that point, at this point the mother claims her daughter returned home to live with her the suit details milan's privileged upbringing claiming she was chauffeur driven to expensive private schools and never wanted for anything while living in a lap of luxury she attended the harvey school in upstate new york at a cost of forty eight thousand dollars a year and storm king school one of the oldest boarding schools in new york the suit claims milan was constantly and repeatedly in disciplinary academic trouble at school and allegedly had an affair with a man and contracted herpes while at the school milan threatened to burn down the harvey boarding school and was expelled in an effort to help her daughter deidre chapman reported reportedly supported milan's attempt to make it in the music industry with singing and drum lessons and introducing introductions to missy's elliott's camp and wyclef studio and entertainers puffy and bad boy though these were not the only connections that deidre chapman claimed she gave her daughter deidre chapman was also introduced was able to introduce her daughter milan to highly successful people for inspiration as role models including condoleezza rice and nelson mandela According to the lawsuit, Milan was then allegedly expelled from Storm King for stalking, threatening, and bullying another student. The mother also claims that she brought lingerie, a lingerie fr- franchise, My Plus Lingerie, in 2012 at a cost of $65,000 to set her daughter up in the business. At this time, Deidre Chapman says she was nursing her dying husband and coping with her own multitude of health problems, including battling lupus, which often left her bedridden. The last straw was when Milan continued to steal from her mother and she eventually asked her to move out at age 19. The suit denies the teen was heartlessly ejected, but able to leave on her own accord to move in with a friend. Milan was happy to escape from the normal and reasonable restrictions Mother Deidre Chapman had placed as a, on a recalcitrant and a defiant daughter. Nevertheless, the mother claims she begged her daughter to return home, but their relationship deteriorated. The lawsuit also claims Milan refused to take up the opportunity to live with her father in upstate New York. The suit claims that during her homeless period, Milan remained on her mother's health insurance to buy prescription drugs, dropped out of two colleges, and racked up driving citations. Attempts to reach Deidre Chapman and Milan Chapman were unsuccessful. Deidre Chapman's lawyer, Rodney Smola, refused to comment on the case when contacted by DailyMail.com. Mm. So guess the race of this mother. Black. Black. All right. Let's check the chat room. See what they believe Deidre Chapman's race is. Um, <clears throat> White says Gourmet Goober. The newspaper automatically used the mugshot for this article. Black. Oh. The inner city. The inner city doesn't sound as rough as the media has led me to believe. Black. Boarding school. Forty-eight thousand dollars a year. White. 
gave the daughter too many chances white <laughs> what i can't <laughs> what i can't even tell white <laughs> okay the correct answer is white is black she's black Karen. you got it right a lot of y'all missed it karen what made you go with uh what made you go with black the name of the uh daughter mm, okay um yeah i thought you know vilifying her so easily without contacting anybody and believing that hard luck story without verifying any sources is something you would do to a black woman because essentially it's black women's motherhood is always under question you know yeah and the, the lawsuit is is very very valid because odds are the mama probably got receipts and showing that she attended these schools and all this stuff it's like nah yeah so um it's man it's scary how much her and her daughter look alike too that's her right there y'all can see it mm-hmm. with the, with the lock. yeah and then this is her daughter man that's scary yeah, like a, like a very just a young like version of her mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sad. As a parent, you're trying to do all you can do, and you're just being defiant. Yeah, especially if like depending on who's lying there, like it's nothing. Like it's only bad things, only bad options. Right. You know? I mean, like I said, it's one of the things where the truth for that will come out. Cause you're talking about a ten million dollar lawsuit. We're gonna find the truth. Yeah double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round of guess the race so far karen is two for two i believe some of you guys are behind on karen but can you catch up let's find out right now a Illinois man had sex with his female husky velvet and his male Malamute wolf. Oh, white. <laughs> Jesus, let me get it out. A 55-year-old Illinois man has been indicted for allegedly having sex with two of his pet dogs. Anthony Danner from Peoria has been charged with felony counts of sex with an animal. If convicted, he could face up to three years in prison. The court could also force him to give up his pets and ban him from keeping animals in his home danner's alleged conduct with animals has been the subject of a months long investigation by the police authorities believe danner's two dogs a female husky named velvet and a male malamute named wolf were victimized by their owner between march 1st and march 17th this year his criminal record includes traffic violations as well as a citation for failing to vaccinate his pets for rabies Ugh, you like that rabies dog sex Ugh. he was even held in jail on the thirty-five thousand dollar bond guess the race of mr anthony danner white karen's going with white mm-hmm. i'm like the 911 operator let's check the chat room <laughs> uh wanted to try doggy style with a real dog white oh come on guys <laughs> you guys are just barking up the wrong tree with that white Aww. white velvet lover white john snow white uh that article even discusses the type of dog says white these dogs were walking around all sexy and shit white right what did the dogs have on uh 
bestiality white um not vaccinating the pet sounds black we don't take animals to the vet we take them for a ride chrishell going off the board with black trying to get back in the game uh the correct answer is and karen you got it right he was white Way to stick to your gut instinct. Don't blame me, chat room. I don't have a dog in this fight. Many of you guys got it wrong. Yep, and that's him. I don't know if you guys can see him. Yeah, he looked crazy. Yeah, he looks like the kind of dude that would have sex with a couple dogs. There's some big dogs, too. Yep, that's what he was into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm dogging them out all right guys last thing it's time for sore ratchetness um where the hell is my sore ratchetness thing at oh that's right i moved it down here all right guys it's time for that sore ratchetness guys okay you guys come know it and love it but we hate it okay what we're trying to do is prevent people from this irresponsible sore ownership we need some sort of registration we need to keep people from having these uh you know keep people from having these sores out in public with just no level of uh restraint no responsibility you can't just have a gun out in public right we we have all kinds of laws against that and regulations to make sure that they use safety but we have none against swords you just hop on a train with a sword two men are arrested after running around new jersey train station fighting over a samurai sword guess the race black they was black they was black one of them look like quest love oh no the police chase and arrested a man mm-hmm Police chasing and arrested a man running with a samurai sword at Penn Station in Newark, then arrested the owner of the weapon. The drama photo about 11 a.m., because ain't nobody got nothing better to do, uh, Wednesday, uh. when Port Authority officers saw Leon Curitan, 61, running with a long object inside of a black garbage bag. That's mine, said Fernando Pellet, who was chasing Curitan, told to drop what was in his hand. Curitan, who... Uh, earlier this year was busted for assaulting a cop in manhattan complied and police seized the bag inside was a sheath holding a katana a japanese sword a source told us uh said it was four feet long curitan was charged with theft and receiving stolen property he was wanted on a warrant in new york he was nabbed in april for for a union square incident in which he walked up to officers at a community meeting i'm sorry community meeting then allegedly threw a cigarette in one of the cops face Oh. He also allegedly punched it, punched in the head a second officer who tried to handcuff him and swung his screwdriver at police, scraping one cop. Damn, he didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It's not clear if that sparked a warrant for his arrest or if he was wanted for another incident. He's currently being held on $1,000 bail for a samurai store, sword stealing. Pellet 29 was arrested for weapons possession and released following his arraignment. Yeah, because he, he was like, it's my sword. It was like, well, come on downtown y'all can share the same car yeah y'all can the sword owner who lives in orange didn't say he was carrying a weapon curitan who lives in jersey city didn't say why he took it police said 
so all right guys thank you so much uh, i hope you enjoyed thank this you. week yeah hope you did for some of y'all this uh probably the last show of the year then ain't it mm-hmm yeah some of y'all um let me think let me look at the dates but uh yeah for some depending on what our schedule is because we're either gonna do a show saturday for feedback and no show sunday or we do no show saturday and then do feedback sunday or monday or something mm-hmm. so the choice you know chances are this may be the last show yeah, of the maybe. year if it is uh it's been a wonderful year yes it you guys has. have made it really great it's been wonderful y'all it was wonderful to meet a lot of y'all yeah man like uh it made me want to make this calendar and stuff we're not selling the calendar because we're not trying to profit off of it or anything but we might give it away to a couple fans and mm-hmm. friends and stuff although i just i just realized that uh i got i need to ask the people that we took pictures of if they were okay with that because i don't want to get in any problem any trouble with anybody because even though we're not selling it i don't know if they feel comfortable okay you're asking with that so i'm going to actually email everybody whose picture we took mm-hmm. um to be sure that, it's okay. that's included in the calendar before we do anything like send it out i just started that on the air i uh, i hope that's not a problem um <laughs> i mean it's it's our friends but at the same time you know and it's and and there are people that have shows and shit but i didn't want to um i don't want to make a problem out of nothing so Mm-mm. um but uh yeah man y'all made this year really spectacular uh and we appreciate y'all for um for that man uh sincerely uh thank you so much and um until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. <laughs>